Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Mickle, and we have a special episode today. We are in Season 5, Episode 5, and we are actually going to have a conversation with someone that we had on the show a while ago, back in February of 2021, Colin C. Thompson. And if you've ever felt like time was slipping away and your physical well-being was slipping right along with it, fear not, because Colin has faced similar challenges and conquered it. And like many of us, he found himself standing at the crossroads of aging and feeling out of shape and struggling with demands of a busy life. But instead of succumbing to those whims of times, Colin decided to take control and turn his 50th birthday into something truly extraordinary. And that's really what we're going to talk about, his his 50 for 50 plan and his running and, and some really cool stuff and, and what's changed since um, the pandemic when we originally spoke back in February. Um, Colin C. Thompson is a speaker and certified positive intelligence coach. And through sharing his own experiences with you, you'll gain some insights into how to step out of your comfort zone and embrace the possibilities of transformation. Um, you'll also gain some motivation no matter your age, current physical state, busy schedule, and you have the power to make those controls. So whether it's committing to a healthier lifestyle, conquering a personal goal, or just simply finding motivation to get you going each day, you'll realize that it's within your grasp and Con will help you with that and we'll talk about it. So without further ado, here is my interview with Colin C. Thompson. All right, I am super excited for this one today. We are bringing back to the show Colin C. Thompson. Colin and I talked back in February of 2021, right in the midst of this, you know, we were what, a year into the pandemic and trying to figure out what we thought was going to be a short time. And and now all of a sudden it's it was crazy and we were locked down for like two years and and here we are. So Colin, why don't you give um, a little bit of background for those who hadn't listened. It was season three, episode two, February of 2021, but kind of let's start with uh, your background again, and then we'll get into what's changed and what's going on since then. Yeah. So very interesting because I, I recall after we, we did the episode in February, I think around the March or April time period, I recall running and listening to it. And I was very fascinated by some of the conversations that we had. And we talked about how I had a habit. I think when I turned 34, uh, almost 16 years ago, I started running my age in miles on my birthday. However, and I did that because we talked about as we're getting older, we want to sort of, we want to sort of battle and avoid this ex-athlete label, right? I was an athlete in college, as you recall, I wrestled in college, um, but all my life I've been an athlete and I've tried to maintain that moniker. I don't believe that you're an athlete for for your high school time or your college time. It's really if you're if you're really of that life, you find something else. So after college, I started running, doing my marathons, yada yada yada. So I always wanted to stay active. So when I was 34, I started this this activity to run my age on my miles to prove I still had it. And we talked about how that is definitely not the proper goal to have for doing anything like that. You have a need to listen to your body. And sometimes your body will tell you, well, you were and you were a top two athlete 10 years ago. Now you're an older athlete and you must learn how to be an older athlete. So um, we talked about how I, I was able to really, um, on my birthday, as opposed to going out one time and running the entire thing, I'd go out for a few hours, come back home, rest a few hours. So it would be done over 24, 48 hours, but more casually. And as I got older, I wanted to do the whole thing in 24 hours. And I was able to do it in 24 hours a few times, but even then I would still go out, come back, 
rest for a few hours to go out, come back, rest for a few hours. Um, this year, as I'm turning 50, it's different. But I want to go back to what happened in 2021 after we talked. Because during our conversation, we talked about how in, in college, sometimes when we get injured, we're, and just go back to a podcast you were doing before, when you get injured, the coach or your teammates push you to fight through the injury. And when you're younger, your mindset is, I'm, I'm, am, I, am I injured or am I hurt? And right. you want to say, I'm hurt. If you're injured, then go on IR, don't do anything. But if you're hurt, you may still be able to perform just while you're hurt. So, you know, trying to trying to listen to your body better. And as we get older, our body speaks louder. And the louder our body speaks to us, the more we want to ignore and say, oh, we're being soft now. Let's be hard again. So in 2021, I had a goal of getting that 2021, I hadn't done my birthday run for a few years. And I said, Dan, I want to do it again. And I knew that I was not in the shape. I'm going to blame COVID, which is an excuse because it wasn't COVID. I just was lazy. I knew that I couldn't go out and do 48 miles in one go. But I heard about this, uh, this uh, four by four by 48 by David Goggins. And what he would do is every four hours, he would run four miles. And he would, and then next four hours, four miles, and he would do that over forty-eight hour time period. At the end of those forty-eight hours, you end up running forty-eight miles. Well, it just so happened I was turning forty-eight, and I said, "Hey, this is exactly what I want to do." I told some folks about it. I, I think I had about twenty-five people join me to run it at different spots globally, and some folks did five miles overall. I had people involved in my birthday run that year, and. It was, it was amazing because yes, I got it done in 48 hours and I actually added two hours to it. So in 48 hours, I got 50 miles done. Um, now here's the thing, and here's, here's what makes it sort of, sort of when you, your worst, your, when your mind is your worst enemy. I, I finished it, but I said to myself, well, heck man, I had to walk a lot. Heck man, on a video, I look fat. Oh, it's terrible. So instead of really celebrating getting it done, I was looking at, what was wrong as opposed to what was right. And that is something that we do rally so, so much. And since then I've worked on accepting my results and having pure discernment, just discernment and not having judgment. That's helped me over the last few years to accept where I am as an aging athlete and not having to prove anything to anybody. So now when I do things, it's more enjoyable regardless of what the result is. But that sort of gives some background on how how we where we are with the birthday run. I think you hit for me a really good point. Um, there was years ago before he became a mega superstar. I got to see Garth Brooks in a very intimate local fair, um, and one of the things that stuck with me that he said was, you know, we, we always hear the phrase "stop and smell the roses" and all that. But he said that night, you can't smell the roses if you're running with them. And mm. for whatever reason, because of the way he said that, it just has always stuck with me. And and one of the points that you just brought up was your whole goal was to do, you know, the 48 and 48. And you exceeded that by going the 50. But instead of celebrating it, it was I was. I didn't look good on the film. I was walking. I was doing all that. And that happens whether we're coaching coaches or athletes or parents or in the corporate world, 
we always have those goals, but no one ever trains us what to do once we reach those goals. You know, it, every training program I've ever been a part of is how to get to those goals, but there's never anything to like, okay, how do you celebrate now that you've reached those goals? And yeah. I think that's huge because if we don't know how to celebrate when we achieve them, we're not going to be as motivated to set new goals because we're like, well, that was a letdown. And, and, and I think that's something that, that, that I think we're going to talk about here because I think that's kind of what you're getting at is how do you know, how do we find the joy in actually completing something and then saying, okay, let's take it to the next level, but I have to enjoy what I just did or I don't want to go on. Yeah. You know, Dan, it's interesting because there's several different ways to look at this. And one way to look at it is a lot of people, don't know what's about themselves, but they have this little hyperachiever in them. And hyperachiever sits on their shoulders and tells them all these lies. For example, you just trained 16 weeks for a marathon, you ran the marathon, hyperachiever says to you, okay, you finished, what's next? And before you can even say, wow, I did this, I overcame this, I'm so proud of myself, look at me, I've done it. It's more of what's next. And a lot of people don't plan ahead and say, okay, after I do this, Okay, what, what's next? And it's not so much about what's next. It's more about what can I do to maintain this? Because a lot of times when you train for your first marathon, you're really overcoming a lot of self-doubt, a lot of physical pain. And once you achieve it, some people say, okay, I've done it. And they never run another marathon. And that's sad because once you run a marathon, you want to say, okay, I've achieved this level of physical conditioning. I know mentally I can do it. Let me try to maintain this. And maintaining is much easier than the, than, the, than the initial preparing to do it. So again, on your shoulder, that what what's next? A lot of us get caught up in looking at what's next, or they say, okay, I've done it. I've gotten so many people telling me, good job, good job, good job. I want to feel that again. Let me, let me plan something else and let them know about it. I don't really want to do it, but I want to get that congratulations again. So it's a very slippery slope. Yeah, I, I think, you know, we hear in the sports world all the time, especially like college football, professional football, you know, you win the college championship or you win, you know, the world championship and the really successful coaches, the Nick Sabans, the Bill Belichick's will say, oh, you know, I'm going to celebrate this for 24 hours and then I'm <laughs> on to the next, you know, next year. And I used to think like, come on, that's BS. You know what I mean? Like, but I think there's some truth into that. Because they're actually giving themselves that 24 hours. They're saying, I'm going to celebrate this for 24 hours. I think the people that don't have a plan are the ones that are in trouble in that sense. I mean, we make fun of them saying, oh, it's only 24 hours and they turn the page. But there's a lot of people that win a championship or meet that goal, and then they don't have any plan. They don't even have that 24-hour dead period. So the brain's just that that critic and the, the hyperachievers sitting on them and you know, just fighting in their ear. And, and I think, I think there has to be a plan. Yeah, I think that this is very, that's very interesting because, you know, the, the folks who say I'm going to celebrate for one day, I always say, oh my gosh, what would happen if it took a day and a half, right? Would that mess up your plan for next year? So where's that 24 hours coming from and how, how much time, how much time do you really want to take it to really celebrate? But that's, that's, that's who they are. That makes right. a, it, it, it works for them, right? So different techniques, different mindsets work for different people. I, I look at I look at it like this. Instead of saying, you know, what's next, 
take time to reflect on what you actually did. You know, a lot of people say, so Dan, I'm going to set you up. Um, a lot of people say this. I'm going, to, I'm going to ask you this question. Finish the sentence. I, I will be happy when. Ooh, that, that's a tough one. I am going to be happy when I find my value. Okay. And, 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 and for me, that's fluid in the value in the situation, whether it's the value as a coach, value as a dad, value as a husband, value as a teacher. Um, so I guess that's a little fluid in that sense. Okay. And I mentioned it's a trick question. And a lot of coaches, athletes, if I could just win this state champion, or once I win this state championship, I'm just going to be happy for life. I'm just, it's all I want to do. But and let's go then to life, right? Because I'm, I'm a life coach. I tell folks, no, 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 no. Do not even touch that. I'll be happy when. Be happy now. Right. Because if you say I'll be happy when I achieve these things, what happens if you don't achieve it? I always say, I'll be happy when I really, really do my first full, full um, um, Ultraman. Ultraman. When I do my, my, my first, um, 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 oh my gosh, my first Ironman. Uh, Iron thank you. My first full Ironman. That's when I'll be happy. And I had to shift that. And now I coach people, no, how can we be happy right now? Those other things may make us happy, bring us more joy, but you must be happy right now. So go back to taking time to celebrate. Once you, you know, when you're training for the marathon and it's, it's, it's miserable, be happy. If you're putting all your happiness on when you achieve it, sometimes the achievement isn't as, as tough as the training for it. So it's hard to really feel that level of joy when you achieve it because you weren't happy trying to get to it. So it's really looking at be happy where you are as you are. Yeah, I, I think it's funny. You said it, it, it sets you up if you don't achieve it, but I also think it sets you up if you do achieve it, right? If, if you finally hit that goal, then what? Okay, well, now I got to win back-to-back -back because no one's won back-to-back -back championships. Or, you know, I hit that sales goal. Well, now I got to hit the next sales goal because no one's ever hit that sales goal. Like, it's never ending right because you're because you're not celebrating the process you're not celebrating the moment you're looking for the end goal and and it it constantly moves and it goes back to the why right if you want to be back to back champions because nobody's done it before that speaks nothing to your desire why are you really doing it you're doing it to get the acclaim from other people that's why when we look at people giving us attaboys attaboys and we're going for attaboys that's why it's never going to be enough the more attaboys you get the more attaboys you're going to need later. And it's so interesting because, you know, years ago, you and I, you know, we're not old, but we're not so young, right? It used to be attaboys, pat on the back, good job, good job, good job. But now it's worse because now, now, oh, I want to go out and do this, this, this big thing and then post it and get likes. And if I can get so many likes, okay, I ran a marathon. Oh, you know what? Now I want to do another one, but I want to get double the likes. And now it becomes a whole different nasty monster because you're doing it for the wrong reason. And part of what I'm doing here for my 50-50 my, my movement is getting people to do things, again, for ourselves and for others, not doing things because of others. So, so let's, let's go into that. Let's talk about the movement and, you know, what really kicked it off. And then, then what do you see it this year and then moving forward? Yeah, so let me take you back to 2022. 
because 2021, I did the four, the four by four by 48. It was, it was great. It was done. Um, and then February, I did it again with no walking, with no walking. Um, however, I couldn't do 50. It was a very odd. I could only do 48. But I said to myself, okay, for my birthday, I'm turning 49. I want to do the 49 miles in one day. Okay. And then my next comment, I'm not trying to go on off on a different conversation here, but just deal, bear with me. It's true, there is a thing called climate change. And due to climate change, last July and August was some of the hottest on, on calendar. So I could not do my training and my run last year, quite frankly, due to climate change. Now I said, okay, I'll do it in October, November. I didn't do it <laughs> because I needed to have that birthday goal as my goal. So I said back then, I'm going to do it on my 50th birthday, but I don't want to just do it by myself, I wanna make this into something. And at the time, I didn't know what that thing was, but talking with people I'm close to, getting ideas, telling them what I'm trying to accomplish, telling them what I'm seeing taking place in this world, right? Where if you turn on the news, or open a news, not open newspaper, go to a new, newspaper website, all you're seeing is, is information about negative things, whether it be government, whether it be politics, whether it be individuals, countries, the vast majority of topics are either negative news or the things like, look at this 48-year-old woman in this wonderful bikini. How does she do it, right? It's, it's not things that are reinforcing positive things. And I said, wow, what can, what can, what can I, not if I do, what can, what can I, I try to get started? So I said, you know what? I want to do a movement. So I'm only going to turn 50 once. And I think 50 is a pretty good milestone. Um, what can I do? that where I will feel, I will feel very, very proud of myself, proud being the word, but I also want to help people feel proud of themselves as well, which is not my responsibility. That's what my naive goal was, right? Help them feel proud. So I said two things here. I said, when I think about training for and running a, and this year I want to do my, my 50, 50 miles in one, one go. Meaning I leave my house, I don't come back until I hit 50 miles. I've never done that before. I've always rested, rested between. So, okay, what now, I, I said, me thinking about that, the 50 miles on my birthday, it intimidates me mentally, but the training, the training for that really, really intimidates me. I didn't, I didn't feel like I could make it through the training. I didn't feel like the training was something I wanted to do. So the first thing I said was, how can I inspire other people to take on physical activities where mentally their 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 little their little version of them on the shoulders tell them you can't do that, you can't do that. So all sorts of limiting beliefs. How can we help people to get past that mentally? Okay. Then how can we help them get past the physical part? So I said for me, well, the physical part of running 50 miles, I know that's going to be terrible. I trained for a marathon, I've trained for triathlons. I know training is not fun. Sometimes, but training is, is not really fun. So let me think of something that's really going to be able to motivate people, not just mentally, but also physically. So I want them to overcome the, the mental barriers of saying they can't do it mentally. Also overcome the physical barriers of saying my body can't do it. Then thirdly, spiritually. So one of the things that we don't do as much anymore is we don't give back. We don't make an impact. So the third part is, and I was told not to use these two words, 
in 2023, but I'm going to use them because people could still understand what these words mean. So the words are charity and donate. Okay. So I'm working with B1G1, which is a giving organization. So now as people sign up to, to join my 50 and 50 movement, they, they'll, they'll sign up, make the commitment, identify what they're going to do, but they can also pick a giving project. And once they click give out of my pocketbook, we give somebody one, one day of meals. We give somebody a new book instantly, instantly, no red tape. So now people can also give to those in need. And it's interesting, Dan, because I had a meeting with one of the founders of the organization. He said, Colin, I'm telling you, this is a new world out there now. Don't use the word charity or, or donation because now people have a negative kind of a negative view on those words. Um, charities, they say, well, charities, if you give $10 to a charity, maybe $1 gets there. And then donation, why give to him? I need it, right? So right. it's very interesting, right? That's very interesting, very sadly interesting. So, so trying to make sure that people are, are, are really doing three things, getting past their mental limitations, their physical limitations, and giving to those in need. Let me pause here and do, do, take any questions or comments you have. So from a movement standpoint, I would log on, go to your site and say, okay, I'm going to maybe not run. I'm going to, I'm going to have another goal. Is, is that where it starts? I'm going to tell you what my goal is and how I'm going to do it. And then that helps through then push the donation to those charities, right? Like me yeah. doing my goal. Yes. So you're not telling me. You're telling the world because right, once right, you right. once you submit that, I'm putting I'm putting it out there, right? So you go to the website, you'll sign up, and the last thing you, last thing you do is you then go to select your your project. There are four projects, and you can you can click give, and you will first say I am going to one guy is doing one hour of yoga, okay? One one guy is doing uh, 200, 200 uh, pull ups in in one hour. So all sorts of different activities. My only my only soft requirement, and I say soft requirement because I can't make you do this. My only soft requirement is whatever you're doing physically, make it be a little bit beyond what you think you can do. So if you want to walk around your block and you say, you know what, I can't run. I can walk around my block 20 times. Okay, commit to doing it 30 times. Because when you finish, and we talked about this, right? when you finish, you don't want to say, okay, I did it. What's on TV? No, no, no. You want to say, I did it. I feel good about it. I want to tell somebody I did it. Well, I didn't think I can do it. You know what? I can do something else now also. So you want to really gain something beyond just having completed it. So I always say, lean into it and go beyond what, what you think you can go beyond. So you'll tell us what you're going to do, and then you'll pick the giving project, right? Now, here's the, here's the good thing, Dan. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to hit 500 impacts, meaning every time you hit the button to give, that's one impact. If you're having a great, so once you sign up, if you're having a great day, you say, you know what? I'm having a great day. I feel like giving today. Go back to the website, give again. If you're having a terrible day, you know what? I'm having a terrible day. I need to do something to get myself feeling good. Let me give something. Go back to give again. So you can give as many times as you want. And again, this comes out of my pocket. And for example, if you give somebody, I think one of them is like milk, milk for a day, right? It's literally about 15 cents. So don't worry about what I'm paying. It's Give, 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 right? So it's a way for us to really, really give back. Also, 
you, you mentioned like the pull-ups. What what do you think are some of where are some good examples that we can give some of the listeners and be like, because because I'm sure people haven't thought a lot about this, right? Like they're probably listening to this episode and like, wow, this is a cool idea, but I've never thought about what could I do to push myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you think are some? I mean, the pull-ups are a good one. Couple miles, swim yeah. swimming a mile or two, right? <laughs> Yeah, and Dan, you have a very, very good point because what I realized again is my mindset is not their mindset. So this is on my mind a lot. I'm thinking about this a lot. So you're right. A lot of people have kind of want, I have no idea. I said, okay, how often do you run? Problem, I don't run. I don't want to run. Okay, why don't you walk? Okay, how far? Why don't you hike up a mountain in your backyard or walk around a block a number of times? Or say to yourself, every day from August 7th to the 13th, every day I'm going to walk for an hour. Or I'm going to run walk for a little while i have folks who want to do 10 push-ups now and i say to them okay how many can you do now they say minus two then 10 push-ups is something very hard for them so fine right the key here is also don't wait for that day do a little training try something try something you can always go back and adjust this. So, so walking we have some folks who again doing yoga doing yoga for one hour and and if you've done yoga Yoga hurts if you're not if you're not right. used to doing yoga. So doing yoga, um, you can do um, one person doing burpees, and I gotta say he's doing a hundred burpees. That is a lot of burpees, a lot of burpees. Um, yeah, so a lot of different ideas. The, the key here is anything that you can do physically that you don't want to do. If you want to do it, then don't do it. If you don't want to do it, that's what you should be doing. Well, and I think it's great because a lot of the stuff and when when you hear about, and it's certainly not putting down any charities or anything, but a lot of these make such a big deal. We're going to meet at these tracks and we're going to walk for 24 hours as a team, you know, and do these relays. But what you're talking about is something that I could literally go out my front door and do in my front yard or around my neighborhood. And there isn't going to be camera crews there isn't going to be media it's about you and getting you to do it but in the same token helping someone else absolutely and, and i think that's that's a huge key is no you, you you don't need equipment you don't need a special area go out and what can you do in your front yard what can you do in your neighborhood what can you do in the park right next to you um and, and i think that's a that's a great one what what can you do on the floor in front of your couch Right. What can you do in the floor, you know, in front of your couch with, with Netflix on pause? Okay, at least put Netflix on pause. Okay, don't do it. Right. <laughs> Why are they doing that? But now I'll tell you, I'll tell you something else. What I ask people to do when they sign up, there's a bonus question. And a bonus question or bonus request is to make a short 30-second video just saying who you are and why you're doing it, what you're doing and why you're doing it. Because that video will then be used to inspire somebody else. Because once I can tell you. There are people just like us who just need a little spark to get up and do something. And reading about it or hearing somebody say, you know what, my name is, my name is Mike. Uh, I'm in Ohio. Um, I don't like exercise, but I'm going to get up. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to exercise for 10 minutes every day for the next five days. That may spark somebody else to do something as well. So I'm asking everybody to sort of pay it forward, right? If you don't want to make a video, take a picture. Right. But we want to show the faces of people who are actually getting involved because this is a, a, a movement. This is not Colin Thompson doing something right. This is a movement because what I'm doing is very different 
what everybody else is doing, right? I, I have no idea of their experience. I only know my experience and what I'm trying to get out of it. And my expectations from what they get out of it could be off. So everybody should have their own reasons they're joining and the, their expectations. Mine are, mine are, mine are <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you about mine in a moment, but my expectations for me are very, very different. So this thing is really getting people motivated and hopefully people's involvement will motivate others to be involved as well. Well, I, I think you've given me my my August episode because I think I'm going to commit. I, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. I'm, I'm still formulating this in my mind, but I think I'm going to commit to do it live and record it as the episode. So if I decide I'm going to bike five miles or swim, whatever, I'm actually going to record it and do it live and make that the episode for August. So I'm gonna have to figure out how and what I can do. So I'm not gasping for air and dying, but, but I, I think it'd be, I think it'd be fun to do it, do it kind of live in real time and, and get, get people involved. So gasp for air, but don't die. Okay. And I'm making a note here, Dan, because when I, when I post this, I'm telling you tomorrow, I'm going to add that, that you've committed to joining and you will record live whatever you do. So that, so what I'm hearing is you're committed to joining the movement. Absolutely. Great, great, great. So please, I'll, I'll send you the link. And the good thing is when, if you don't know what you're going to do yet, that's fine. That's fine. You, you can add that later. The key thing here is signing up. So many people say, you know, Colin, I'm going to do it and don't sign up. It's like, it's like joining a race. If you say you're going to run a 5k until you register for the race, you don't running a 5k. Right, right. You're Once just practicing, you there, right, and get your bib number, right, and on that list, that's when you, that, that's when you're in it. So, so go there, uh, um, do that, and that'll be great. And Corey, you'll see, you'll see that, you'll see that, you'll see that on link there. Yeah, and I'll definitely make sure that in their podcast notes we get the link out. And since we're going to release this before it happens, and then we'll have the recap. So, get as many people involved as possible. Yeah. So, so, so Dan, let me tell you about the journey now. So. One of the reasons I wanted to do this, let's go back to the why. It, I, let, me talk, let, me, let me start first with why I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it because I want to prove to myself I can still do this at 50. Reason being, if I start at midnight and walk for 24 hours, I'll cover 50 miles. So it's not because I want to prove, but it's because I want, I want to do two things. All my children to see their father doing something remarkable. I want them to see me literally training for it every day. And I want to see what this training becomes of me, or what I become because of the training. When I first started training for marathons back in, I want to say 2003, 2004, I saw the schedule, the 18 week schedule, and I was like, wow, 18 weeks, week 14, you run, you run 18K, 18K is approximately three times six, no, 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 18K is approximately 12 miles. I'm like, I don't know. No, I think, yeah, 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 12 miles. I'm like, oh my goodness, that's so far. Next week, you run almost 18 miles. I'm like, oh my gosh. And <laughs> and going through that training, I was younger, so it was tough, it wasn't too bad. Now, this training here, Dan, week three, you're running 21 miles in, in one go, right? So this is a whole, di whole different level. And because I've trained a lot of years, one thing I know, is that training is miserable. I mean, when you're going out there and you're running for three, four hours, 
it's not fun for me anyway it's not fun and i look forward to it only because i knew that my mental game had to be very 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 strong because if you're feeling tired and you years ago when i ran races or even just ran i'd run and after about 30 minutes i said oh my gosh i'm tired and then the next 30 minutes on my mind i'm tired i'm tired and i would finish that run just feeling terrible because it, whenever I'm running, I'm in a I'm in a terrible mindset. I'm in a negative mindset. So I had to learn how to run with a positive mindset. And it took me years upon years upon years to be to do it. To be able to say, yes, I'm tired. However, every step forward gets me closer. And at some point, it'll be over. So I can go through it either being negative or positive. So to now I, I'm able to to well, I've been able to go to a positive place. This training, however, had been had been very very tough and i'll tell you what, what, what's what's hard is i would have one day dan where i do 10 miles and it's great come back two days later 10 miles takes me double the time and it, it's miserable so now i'm dealing with the whole the whole intimidation this this right. weekend saturday after run 32 miles and i ran 27 miles a few weeks ago and it was it was great because of one reason it was raining and now with, with the summer heat, it's a whole it's a whole new thing. So my runs have been very bad lately, even this morning. So now, you know, if you go through and you you as a coach, you know this as you train your kids. If you're going through a five weeks of conditioning, those first two or three weeks are very very tough. Around week four, something happens, and people don't even realize it. The workout same workouts aren't as tough anymore. Your conditioning level has went up. And now you're okay. That's the point of conditioning, right? Now you're okay. You, you can handle more. What I'm learning, it could be my age or whatnot, is the 16 week program after week seven. Yeah, I felt that, okay, I'm doing better. But by week 10, 11, my body's feeling broken. It's just right. been a lot. It has been a lot. So now, there's, how, how do you re recover while you're training? So I'm trying to figure that out now because I'm into last four weeks and my running now is the worst it's been, I'm going to say in probably about eight weeks. And that is what's on my mental. So now when I go run, on my mind is, God, I hope it's not a terrible run. This is, it's going to be so bad. So now I'm dealing with another bout of negative mindset and negative mindsets leads to negative physical performance. So um, I'm not sure how I'm going to get, I'll get past it, but right now I'm in it, right? So as the guy said, you know, you can't smell the flowers while you while you while you while you're in it. So right now, I'm I'm in that mucky muck period, and I'm hoping to get over that in the next few weeks because I got to go into that 50 miles feeling confident, both mentally and physically. Well, I mean, w w when you hit a plateau, there's only two ways: you're either going to go up or you're going to go down. You know, so so you you got to figure out how you're going to push yourself and get yourself into that next gear and 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 continue on and. It's so like you said that your body lets you know that the physical side's hurting, but how do you get over that mental, you know, that mental part? And, you know, as, as someone, it, you know, dealing in that field a ton, man, it's really unique. It's just like getting in the weight room, how you train with weights is going to be different than how I train with weights and how you get over that mental hump is going to be different than how I would get over that mental hump. You know, it's about giving you the tools and you finding the tools that work for you, what works, what doesn't work. And, and, but the fact that you recognize it is the biggest thing, you know, most people just yeah. try to push it through and don't, don't realize they're struggling. And that 
that takes a lot of energy. You know, ignoring something takes a lot of energy. Accepting it and saying, I'll deal with it later, um, you know, helps you out through that way. So I'm I'm excited to to hear then when we revisit this afterwards, how you got over this hump. Because there's you're right, there's no doubt in my mind, you'll get over it. And and in in what six weeks, you're gonna be like, Man, I can't believe eight weeks ago I was struggling so bad and it, you know, I got yeah. it. Yeah, and, and one of the things I want your audience to be to be aware of is when you see people who push themselves physically and mentally, and not just for sports, but at work, um, you know, at work as well. Not every day is going to be hunky dory. Not every day is going to be happy, happy, happy. It's really being able to take each day as it is, um, having discernment, say, okay, you know what, today's going to be tough, but I'll get through it, um, and not spending any time on the negativity side. I had, so so I pride myself on going through a workout. I don't mind walking. I, I can walk. That's fine. Yesterday, I had to take a car home. I couldn't finish my run yesterday. So having that on my mind, starting today, now I'm out the door at 4.30 a.m. Saying yesterday, it was so, so bad, but that was yesterday. Leave, leave right. it yesterday, right? And don't let it impact today. It really, it really did help where, where, where I was today. So part of it, part of it is understanding that my body, quite frankly, is is getting older. And a lot of these programs, <laughs> these 60 week programs, they're really for folks who are in their 40s, man. I'm in my 40s, but I'm at the tail, literally the tail end of it. And they didn't write that for me. <laughs> it's as 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 someone getting ready, you know, I'm about nine months in May, I'll turn 50 in May. Man, there's a big difference between 46 and 49. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Not, not, not that 46 was great for me, but man, it was certainly a lot better than 49 was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it makes you think, you, you're going to say, you know what? Wow, 49 was much easier than 55. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... So, so let's, let's bring this all home. We, we, we went through what we talked about, you know, in, in 21 and you started to questioning the why and, and starting this process, but, you know, we kind of opened up this whole thing with talking about coaches and people and what happens once they reach their goal, what happens in September for you then does, does this challenge happen every year or how does it change every year? Have you even thought about how to continue the legacy of this beyond that then? So, so it's a movement and, and what I'm doing here and the reason I call it a movement is for several reasons. So on my board, I have um, almost every morning, I read my board verbally. And what I have on there is one that said um, by August 13th, 2023, I will have registered for two marathons so that I can maintain my conditioning. So to me, being able to do that, that is just the start. And the reason I want to get other people involved is when other people are involved, it helps to maintain, it helps to stay alive. So my birthday is August 13th. So then folks who are involved, I said, okay, who has a birthday coming up? Okay, for your birthday, you have us involved. What's your goal now? So now we have the next person who's, who's part of the movement. As you said, you turn 50 next May, right? You're involved. Yep. What is your goal for 50? We're involved then. So it's really right. looking at 
who's next, and it doesn't have to be a birthday, it could be whatever, right? We're making sure that once we're in this movement, we're continuing to do two things, to push ourselves, well, three things, push ourselves physically, mentally, and very important, to make sure we're giving, 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 giving. So my goal now, and this ties more into part of my, my life's mission as a coach and whatnot, and my mission as a speaker is very simple, to help people improve their lives. That's it. And that, that, that's, a, that's a very broad, but it's very simple. So to me, my goal is to get more people involved in getting past these mental and physical barriers. So going back to your question, what's next? I don't know. I got to find out what people involved, we not involved, what they want to accomplish, how I can how I can better help them to achieve those goals. So we're going to see. We're going to see. I'm going to be asking a lot of questions, people who are involved and say, okay, who's next? What's next? How can we help you? Well, I'm excited to see the stories, obviously your story and how it turns out, but I think I'm really intrigued to see what some of the other people are doing because because I think that's a huge motivator. Hey, um, Sally from Nebraska just did this, you know, <laughs> like if she can do that, I can do this. And, and I think those moments are powerful, seeing seeing everyday people get out of their comfort zone to better themselves at the same time, helping and bettering the people around them and the people are connected with. I, I think that's powerful. Yeah. And Dan, you just gave me a great idea. So on my website, I have a section where I have what people have signed up to do. And it just lists bullet points of what they've done. What I think is more powerful, I have a ticker go across and I typically just have people who sign up their name, right? But I think what's even more powerful is having their name and what they, they have committed to doing. That's much more powerful. So I'm going to make that change today. Thank you for that. I think, yeah, I, I think there's probably a lot of people that are really on that fence that they want to do it, but they're just not sure what to do. And maybe seeing that ticker scroll across the top and like, you know what? I can do that. Or I'm going to do push-ups, or I'm going to ride my bike or do whatever. I think yeah. would be awesome. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that's a great idea, Dan. Thank you for that. Because I've, I've, I've noticed that again, sometimes I get blinded by my energy or my or my my excitement and realize some folks just they want to join but as you said they may not know what to do and that that pause may stop them from, from, from going forward so yeah i will make sure that I, I add more ideas yeah i mean that pause is a built-in excuse for them well i'm not going to do it this year because i'm just not sure what i want to do yeah you know yeah. And, and and then it becomes next year and then it becomes the year after that and now i okay. I, I, th I think this is going to be a, a really cool movement. And I'm excited to see how it goes. Okay. So let's, let's you and I take 45 seconds to brainstorm. So what are some ideas you have for your activity? And again, it's not written in stone. They're just written in paper. Um, I, I'm leaning towards biking because I have a really good bike that I never ride. Hmm. Um, and, and I'll make every excuse in the world. Uh, it's it's not flat enough around here it's not enough terrain it's boring it's too hot it's too cold um but why would you spend that money for a bike if you're not going to ride it you know mm -hmm. so i i'm really thinking that uh, for me personally it's probably going to be biking for some sort of distance nothing nothing too crazy you know my my knees are going to fall off and right. all, all those years of volleyball are catching up with me but but i definitely i, I think i could probably easily do two miles so i'm thinking probably five miles biking <laughs> okay okay now would that be one day or would that be sort of i'm going to bike five miles for five days or would that be i'm going to do one day on the 13th one, I'm going to do one, 
One day, one shot. One day, one shot. Okay, okay. So, so you're gonna start with what? How many miles? Um, I'll probably start this week doing one and two, but but the, I think the goal would be five. Okay, okay. You put that in, and the beautiful thing is you can change your goal. And what I like seeing is some people, for example, one guy said, "Colin, I want to do." I think it was 200, 200 pull-ups in one hour. And he went out last Friday. It, it, it was his birthday last Friday, the 13th. He went out last Friday and tried it, and he got 200 in one hour. And I said to him, I said, hey, man, that's great. But also tells me that you really didn't lean into this. If you can do it in one shot, lean into it a little more, right? So I'm not trying to push him, but I want folks to look at, okay, let me try it. And if you can do 200 now in, in, in July, then heck man, do, do 250 in August, right? Don't just right. stop once you achieved it because you still have a month to go. Yeah, yeah, I, I think, I'm gonna think on it a little bit more, but I think that's that's what I'm leaning towards. Okay, okay. And and then let me, I have my, my camera up here now. I yep. wanna get you, I wanna do a screenshot. So control all. Okay, I got it. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna post this. Now for this one, I'm gonna say you have committed to doing something that you're gonna record live, live, man. That's gonna be great. <laughs> I'm gonna have to put a warning up there. You're probably gonna see me thrown up. And... <laughs> Are you? Do, do I do I know you on um um on LinkedIn? Yeah, I think yeah yeah we're on that. So I'll make sure. Okay, good. So I'll tag you. I'll tag you there as yep. well. Yep. Yeah, great, man. Awesome. Well, Colin, I'm thankful i know the time zone between here and there is crazy and i'm thankful that we got a chance to talk again and i'm really excited to see how this movement goes and um i'm excited to to see your journey and see how that goes so thank you again for for hopping on with me and like i said i, I think we'll have to have a recap probably in september maybe and and chat again and see how it went and 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 start gearing up and getting ready for the 2020 four edition yeah yeah and a 2024 edition you're the you're, you're the headliner yeah i'll be the i'll be <laughs> next, the 50 next, yeah. <laughs> next may right you put you put it in my head now dan we gotta talk about that in september right what we're gonna yeah. do in may and Dan, thank you because i gotta tell you the last the last i'm gonna say last week of training has been miserable i mean really miserable and i haven't had the energy to really speak on this and just talking to you this morning it really has me very very Good. much with excitement again so thank you for that, man. I'm going to go on my website in about an hour and adjust it to give more ideas for people who are on the fence. So thank you as well. Awesome. And I'll make sure that we get all the, the links and everything in the, the show notes so everyone listening and can can join the movement and and help us get some, some people moving and helping some good causes. Absolutely. I'm going to send you the, the link right here in the chat. And all you got to do is click on it. Perfect. All right. Yeah. www. O-L-I-G-Y-E slash 50 dash at 50. Very simple. Perfect. Perfect, man. All right. Well, Colin, again, thank you for everything and, and we'll be in touch and we'll see how this goes and uh, we'll make some clip some stuff and, and get some more promotion out there. But I'm, I'm excited. I'm nervous. Not going to lie. Now I'm nervous. I committed, but that that's a whole goal, right? Like I yeah. should feel nervous. If I'm not nervous about it, then I didn't make a, a lofty enough goal on this. So absolutely. Absolutely. I'm going to, that's a quote. If I'm not nervous about it, I didn't make a lofty enough goal. All right.
Perfect. Well, again, thank you. And thanks to everyone that has tuned in and listened uh, for this great chat with Colin C. Thompson again, uh, coming back after our February 2021 conversation with Bigger, Better Things and keep it moving and check the show notes for all the websites and links and all the extra information. And we are excited to see what happens in this August for the 50 at 50. Colin, thank you again so much. Thank you very much, Dan. You have been listening to The Mental Cast, powered by Soul Performance Academy. Please visit our website, soulperformanceacademy.com. You can also find Soul Performance Academy on all social media platforms with the username 717soul. If you would like to reach Dan directly, please visit his website at danmickle.com or across all social media at realdanmickle. He would love to hear your comments, thoughts, and ideas. Please make sure you like, share, comment and subscribe to The Mental Cast, so we can continue to bring you this great content. Peace, much love, don't suck and remember. It's day one, or one day, the choice is yours.